Hello everyone and welcome to the Talking Football Podcast. My name's Derek Clark and every week we try and bring you an in-depth interview with some of the most engaging and interesting characters involved in the game. This week I had the pleasure of chatting to Grimsby Town legend, the one and only Bobby Cumming. Bob was in great form as he tells me about his time growing up in Airdrie, being thrown into the juniors at just 15 and being part of the Albion Rovers setup before his move to Blundell Park where he'd spend the next 13 years as he became a much-loved figure with the Mariners. He tells us about promotions, the time he got Norman Hunter sent off, his promotion-winning season with Lincoln City, as well as his time playing in the United States where he now resides, and what he and the American public have made of the recent European Super League plans. So sit back and enjoy the latest episodes of the Talking Football Podcast. Hello everyone and welcome to another edition of the Talking Football Podcast. I'm absolutely delighted to say we're joined on the line this week, all the way from the good old US of A with a Grimsby Town legend, the one and only uh, Bobby Cumming. Bob, how are you doing? I'm doing good, thanks Derek. Uh, it's, it's great to have you on, uh, Bob. Before we begin, of course, um, you're over in, in the United States at the moment. Um, of course, coronavirus affecting everyone uh, just now. In terms of you and your family, you, you keeping okay? Yeah, we're, we're corona-free at the moment, yeah. Okay. Well, uh, obviously, I'm old enough to get the shots, so <laughs> I've got that done, and yeah, we're staying pretty free, yeah. Yeah, fantastic stuff. Excellent. Well, let's look at the career, Bob. A fantastic career in, in the game, Um you were born all the way back in 1955 in, in, in Airdrie, no less, just up the road from uh, where I'm from in, in Hamilton. Um, what was life like growing up back then? Uh, I mean, it was great. You know, it, there was no fears of going outside like there is now for kids. You know, uh, yeah, we did it all. Boys Brigade, you know, joined them, play football on the weekends. It was great. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And did you have any... Uh, role models, uh, any team that you followed back then? Oh, of course. Uh, I mean, back then, you know, we used to go watch Airdrie, but, you know, yeah. supported the Rangers. Uh, Lovely. Teams down in England as I got older, uh, you know, 12, 13, 14, it would be Leeds United. Yeah, fantastic. Back in the day. Yeah, but what, what did you make of the, the old Broomfield? Did you, uh, that was, that was... Oh, I mean, the old Broomfield was great. Uh, if I remember correctly, I don't remember the competition they were in, but it included uh, English teams as well. Yeah. So we'd seen, uh, got some English teams coming up, Nottingham Forest, and them playing in some cup competition. Yeah. Anglo, Anglo something, I think it was. The Anglo-Scottish Cup, I think it was, yeah. Right, something like that. Yeah. Um, did, did you go and watch Rangers then when you were growing up, Bob? Uh, not a lot, because I was always playing. Yeah. So... You know, obviously you played for the school yeah. uh, and then you played in the afternoon for a local amateur team or something like that. So the odd occasion when, when we didn't have a game, yeah, I'd go and watch them. Yeah. So this thing when you went down to um, Leeds United, what did they do? Send a, a scout up to go and have a look at you? Yeah, when I went down to Grimsby Town, I wish I was at Leeds United, but no. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I played with, uh, I was signed schoolboy forms with Albion Rovers at the yeah. time. Now, when you turn or coming up to turn 16, they have to make you an offer. So they farmed me out to Bayless and Juniors. Uh -huh. So I was 15 and a half playing in Bayless and Juniors, which is, as you know, older pros, you know, ex-pros, yeah. that type of thing. Uh, and 
Laurie McManamy, the manager at Grunsby Town at the time, had a scout up in the Glasgow area. So he scouted me and got invited down for trials. Yeah. Um, see, Bayliston Juniors, I mean, see, as a 15-year-old, that must have toughened you up a little bit there playing the, the juniors. Uh, yeah, really. That's, that's when you came up against the, all the tricks and the, all the, the... Yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, Albion Overs and um, Clifton Hill and all that. What, what was that like as, as a young player going there? It was great. I mean, we had a, a U16 team yeah. uh, representing Albion Rovers. So we used to go down, or I used to go down, uh, once on a Thursday. Uh, if I was free on a Tuesday, I'd go down too. So obviously part-time players. So they went. that's when they trained. So we were invited to go down the training too. Yeah. Uh, so you joined in with the professional players. Uh, it was really good. Yeah, yeah, and fantastic. at the time, it was a, a guy named Bobby Flavo was a, was the yeah. manager. So I was in the same school as his son, so it, we had it off, like. Yeah, perfect. He's, I was reading about Bobby Flavo. He's some character. He played by, um, in Colombia with Alfredo De Stefano and all that, didn't he? Yeah, he, yeah, but he was a hell of a was that, Didn't he play with Rangers, too? He was a hell of a player, yeah. I heard. Yeah, maybe well I've done. Yeah, he went and coached all over the place. Um, right. Yeah, great, great guy. Must have been, must have been great to learn from. So, um, so you're at Albion Rovers, and then like you say, Laurie McMenamy at the time invites you down for, for a trial. Um, did you know where Grimsby was at that time, Bob? No, not at all. Uh, I actually went the the place I worked at the time down in Court Dyke, Baines, yeah. it was called. I was an apprentice at the time. Uh, one of our teachers ran a team from the local YMCA down in Coatbridge, yeah. and they were going down to Newcastle to spend the weekend and play a few games down there. So I actually went with them, played a couple of games, and then caught the train from Newcastle to Grimsby. Uh, spent two weeks down there, training with them every day, played three uh, intermediate games, as they were called, U18 yeah. teams. Scored twice, which was great. Yeah, fantastic. So, yeah, yeah, that was it. Yeah, yeah, I, I get a lot of players that move down south, and and some of them get homesick and all that, Bob, and they come back up the road. But did you did, did you sort of enjoy it the moment you, you stepped down there? I mean, it was it was great. I knew what I was coming going into. Obviously, I was spending two weeks on trial, but uh, when I did leave home, I mean, you know what it's like. First couple of weeks, you're okay, yeah. and then you start missing your mates and all that stuff your family, of course, but, you know, you spent a lot of time with your mates as well. Uh, I found it rough the very first six months or so. Yeah. Uh, I was invited up to to Glasgow uh, for some trials with the U18 Scottish team. Yeah. And I didn't want to go back down after that, but uh -huh. my mother kicked me out. So you made your bed, so lying. <laughs> so I had, to, I had to go back down. Yeah, um, I was going to say that your parents did they did they did they quite supportive of you just following your football career or did they want you to get like you say a real job a lot of the time? No, no, no. I mean, they were very supportive. I mean, I, I was one of seven, you know, yeah. so it was a big family. You know, as I say, it was tough leaving at first, but you know, you kind of get used to it. I used to go home every summer, but. The, the older I got, then you go home and you're spending a lot of time with nobody because all your mates are working. Yeah. You know, they got, they got up the next day to go to work. So <laughs> it, it never lasted very long. 
Yeah, and when you went down there, was it Rod Ashman that was in charge at the time? Is that is that right? Yeah, I mean, Lauren McMenemy came to the house in Scotland, my parents' house, and signed me on. Yeah. And then he went and damn well left and went to Southampton. Yeah. So yeah, Ron Ashman was the first manager. Yes. Yeah. And, and what 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 was he like as, as a manager? You played under a lot of different. Was it seven different managers you played under? Uh, at I think it was. Yeah, in the end, something like that, six or yeah. seven. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Ashman was good. You know, uh, the next one that took over, I think, for a period of uh, interim manager was Colin Appleton. I think. Yeah. If I remember right. But yeah, I mean, with Mick Lyons from Auburn, he yeah. took over managership. But uh, yeah, there was quite a few. Yeah, Grimsby and, and Cleethorpe's down there. I mean, it's a lovely little seaside uh, uh, town down there. Did you enjoy this the, the the sights and all that, Bob? Did you manage to, to enjoy yourself down there? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it was it, it was back in that time, uh, uh, that them years. I mean, it was, it was pretty popular, especially yeah. a lot of people from Yorkshire, obviously. Yeah. You know, train rides away from Doncaster, an hour away. So yeah, a lot of people came. It was a very busy place during the summer. Yeah, and I mean, when you walked into that dressing room for the first time, did they understand you coming from coming from? Uh, well, I, didn't, I didn't really say a lot, so. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I, I very quiet because obviously it's all older players, like you know, what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, being one of the newer guys, but. Still hang around with, with the younger guys that were there, their apprentices. There was apprentices, four or five of them at the time. Yeah. Were you doing things like you done back in the day, clean the boots in the, in the stands and all that? I didn't, I didn't do a lot of that because I was signed professional, so I wasn't an apprenticeship. But, yeah, yeah I mean, I helped out. So was, the guy I was rooming with was one of the apprentices. So, yeah, we used to, I used to hang around and help out. Yeah. And did the senior pros there at the time, uh, Bob, did they, they sort of – Help you with the hard on you? Did you sort of have to, have to um, learn the school of hard knocks sort of thing? Well, kind of, but I got fortunate. The guy I was, you know, his place was uh, left back. Uh, yeah. Dave, Dave Booth, he actually yeah. became the manager yeah. at one point. So that's who I was competing with. And he did get a bad injury. So that kind of not helped me, but... It got me in the team quicker, I guess. Yeah. And can you remember much about your debut? Am I right in thinking it was against Blackburn that you, you played? Against, it was against Blackburn, yes. The beat us 2-1, yep. Yeah, I, yeah, I remember that vividly, yeah. Uh, very, very tired afterwards. You know, <laughs> you, I mean, you can play all the, you know, reserve games and come up against good teams and good players, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But the sheer pace of the game going into that was, yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, I can imagine. Uh, Blondell Park, I, I love it. I've, I've been there a couple of times uh, covering games, proper old-fashioned uh, ground. Uh, what, what, what was it like to play there? It was great to play there. I mean, we had our ups and our downs, you know. Yeah. Uh, but the place could be buzzing, you know, depending on how well you were doing at the time, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was something else. Um Playing there, of course, you mentioned the ups and downs. Um, the ups, of course, the, the, the two promotions. What, what's, your, what's your memories of them? I think but relegated in '77, weren't you? But you came, you came, you won, you came up. Uh, just yeah. was it runners up or something? That, that I think we're relegated at the end of '77, '78. Yeah. So then the next year in the fourth, it was uh, we came. Yeah, we came second. Yeah. '78, '79. 
and then we actually came up to the third and then won the third division that yeah. very year. So, I mean, yeah, it was, it was just unreal. Everything just clicked, yeah. you know, right players, young players, a couple of signings from outside, you know, but yeah, it, it was tremendous. Yeah. Yeah. George, was it George Kerr that was the manager when you, when you won the league? Is that, is that right? Correct. Uh, we had after Ron Ashman, I think it was uh, a guy called uh, some Irish guy. Uh, uh, I think I've got it down. Where, is it? Where did I put it down? Yeah. Can't remember now. Tommy Casey, is but, it? Yeah, Tom Casey. Yeah. yeah. Then we went to something like uh, Johnny Newman. Is it? Newman. Yeah. And his assistant at the time was uh, George Kerr. Yeah. And then George took over when John Newman left to take over Derby. Yeah. And then Dave Booth became George Kerr's assistant. <laughs> you know, he, he, he'd gone out the game, basically, but he took his coaching badges and all that. And then Dave, George moved on, and then Dave became manager. Yeah. And then it came Mike Lyons and that type of thing. Yeah. And you, you were, of course, you're, you're, you're much loved it at Grimsby, Bob. How much did you enjoy playing in front of that, the fans, both home and away? I mean, yeah, I enjoyed it very much. You know, I, you know, I started off my career, I guess, at left back. Yeah. And then this progressed forward, I guess that was, I don't know if they're just trying to find a place for me or what, but <laughs> it, it just how it worked out, you know. So I ended up playing on the left side for the most part, midfield. Yeah. And you popped up with a few goals as well. You, you sort of, you must have had an eye for a goal. Is that something you always try to strive Get forward yeah. and get amongst the get amongst the goals. Yes, as, as, as at school, at school it was uh, you know outside right, you know the old fashioned outside right, you know that was that was how I played. But then I couldn't get in the team, so I ended up at left back. You know, couldn't kick my left foot, so I had to learn. <laughs> so I mean, that's that's how it all started. Uh, love to go forward, love it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, it was just it was just how things worked out at the time. Yeah, and you played with some cracking players there at the time. Um, Paul Hubbard, he was there. How how good was he? Who? Uh, Paul Hubbard, he was there, wasn't he? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. He was. Yeah, some great players. Uh, I think there was Kevin Drinkle. Yeah, he went to and then Glasgow Rangers. Yeah. Uh, Terry Donovan went to Aston Villa. Yeah. Paul Wood, Paul Wilkinson went to Everton. Yeah. Uh, then we bought Joe Waters. I think he came from Leicester, and he ended up our captain. Uh, there, yeah, there was quite a few players went on to be, you know, bigger and better, obviously. Yeah, Kevin Drinkley mentioned, of course, he was coming through at, at, at Grimsby at that point, a local lad. And could you could you spot? Could you notice back then he would go on and, and do well in his career? Do you think? Yeah, I mean, he was he, he was a hell of a player. You know, he wasn't your your typical, you know six foot two center forward type thing, you know, but he was very, very clever player and, and could score goals, you know, and that, and that was what it was about. Yeah. Other players, of course, as I mentioned there, we had uh, Phil Bonnyman on a, a, a wee yeah. while ago and I said, we're going to get you on. He says, uh, make sure he's got the, my studs so he's the left leg and all that. Right, so he's having right. a laugh. But, um, but what was he like as, as a teammate, Bob? Phil was great to play with, like, you know, obviously being Scottish again, you know. Yeah. It, as I said, things just seemed to gel, no matter who the player was. Even yeah. coming in, you know, substituting in, I mean, everything just seemed to gel at the right time. 
Uh, Phil was great to play with. Great. Yeah. And we touched on the uh, Blondell Park, but was there any other grounds you, you like you like playing at, uh, Bob, or, or you hated going to? Was there any ones that, that stand out at all? I can't say I hated going anywhere, and I only ever played there than once, and that was Anfield. And got yeah. absolutely hammered, so <laughs> didn't like it. Didn't like it at all. But uh, uh, no, loved going to Chelsea because we used to do pretty well there. Uh, Newcastle was another place we used to do pretty well. Yeah, Sunderland, like going to them big places. Yeah. And see, see the pitches back then. Can you see? Can you see some of the footage, man? And there's some bogs that the players played on compared to now, where they're like bowling greens. But yeah. it was it must it was crazy. Some of the games wouldn't get played to these days. You know what I mean? If you played back, right? Then. I mean, they wouldn't. They wouldn't. You know. And I know sometimes at the beginning of the season or the last game of the season we were playing. Uh, I can't remember the exact season, but uh, we're playing QPR at home, yeah. and we thought we had to win to stay in a division and they were division champions. Yeah. So we started off real nice. I think, you know, I can't remember, 6th of May or the 14th of May, last game of the season. And before we know it, there was a hailstorm. And then it started snowing. And, you know, the pitch was just covered in hailstones and slipping and sliding all over the damn place. But it was something else. But, yeah, the pitches back then, you're either... The late 70s, you were knee-deep in mud in yeah. some places. Yeah. It really was. So you had to be fit, really fit. Yeah, I can imagine. And, you, I mean, you're notorious for uh, be, being um, tough in the tackle and all that, Bob, and never shirking away. Is that something that you always had in you, or did you sort of develop that through your career? Uh, I think I developed it a little bit, you know, especially, you know, I was never the biggest or the heaviest or the strongest. And I, as I say, I ended up as a, as a defender. Yeah. And I thought, well, we've come up against an outside right and he's quick or, you know, wherever. I didn't intentionally start out to kick them. But I thought, well, let's do, let me just give them a kick and see what happens. But no, it was, uh, you know, you got to be a little physical. And as I say, I wasn't the biggest or the strongest. So if I went in a tackle, I went in with everything. Yeah. So that's just how it went back then. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that um, the '79, of course, it's uh, notorious. Was it Boxing Day? You played Barnsley. You, you came up against uh, Norman Hunter. <laughs> I mean, I thought this might come up. <laughs> well, talk us through that because um, that, that, that was that was something else. That when you get sent off at, at, at your place. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think it started the season before actually, when Alan Clark, oh. another Leeds player, yeah. he was a player manager. Yeah. And he got injured. Apparently, it was me who injured him. I don't recall that. But anyway, <laughs> so it continued from there. So they signed Norman Hunter, and we were playing at Blundell Park. So I was chasing a ball in their box. He came across to cut it out, and I slid in. Now, I may have took him down. I'm not sure. But I know I got a corner kick. As I'm getting up, I seen, I seen the punch coming. So I just rode it like and went down. And he got sent off. <laughs> so the next game was interesting too. <laughs> oh, well, what was that? At Oakwell. At Oakwell. Yeah, because I was coming on as uh, sub and he was sub, so he was yelling at me. He said, I'm coming on in a minute. I said, You better have your skates on. <laughs> yeah, I mean he was. I mean he was one of my heroes. Yeah, because he played for Leeds United. 
And so he come up against that sort of thing. It was even Billy Bramner, you know, he's a manager at Doncaster Rovers. Yeah, yeah. Come up against him. I said, never got on with Clark, but that's just how it happens. Yeah. It's funny you mentioned Bremner. We had um, John Philbin who played for him at Doncaster and he said he doesn't feel the heat. He jumped into a bath at Brentford and it was golden hot because some players jumped in after us and they just jumped straight back out. And when it's, it's roasted, right. he says, I don't feel the heat. Wow. <laughs> he I was something else, Billy Bremner, wasn't he? He was what a character oh, he, was. he was. He was a great character. Great character. Yeah. Uh, was there any other players that gave you a, a, a tough afternoon, Bob, that you, that you recall? Or? Yeah, I mean, there was a, there was a right back used to play for Sheffield Wednesday. Uh, I can't remember his name now. Wouldn't it be Mel Stelland, was it? That'd be a bit later. That might be him. That might be him, yeah. yeah. So we used to have some, we used to have some tussles, for sure. Yeah. But he, he he was he wasn't a dirty player or anything like that and didn't try to, you know, take me out or anything. It was just good physical contact. Yeah. 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 Cause I know he like to like to get forward, it probably is him, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it is him, yeah. So uh, that's what I used to like, you know, give me something to do. And you know, I try and give him something to do. You know, we had some good games against each other, yeah. Yeah. See 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 with that, do you think um do you think you would enjoy playing foot uh, the game today, Bob? Do you think do you think you would oh, see, I'll be not- I've been asked this question many times. That I've been too much trouble with the referees, and I don't understand why. But no, I mean, you you have to change with the times, I guess. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. I think if it's, uh, I probably get in trouble because, as I say, when I went in a tackle, I went in with everything. The intention wasn't to hurt anybody; it was just to come out the other side not hurt. So. Yeah. yeah. See what you touched on when, when you won the league, um, the third division in 79-80. What was it? What do you think the secret was to that the team that year was just when you said everything clicked? Was it was it just one of those ones where everything was going right for you that year? Yeah, I, I really do. I, it, the players were breaking into the team, and there were a lot of young players. You know, there's I think there was five or six came in at the same time. You know, your Drinkles, your Fords, Moors, all them guys. Now, there's another player, Kevin Moore, you know, he died. Yeah. But uh, he went to Southampton. Great guy. Yeah. And and that was the, the backbone of the team then. And yeah. we, as I say, we added a couple of players here and there. And it, things just went from good to better. Yeah. And of course, you, you came mightily close that, that next season. They go up again. Um, you just sort of fell away at the end. What what sort of went wrong, do you think? In, was it 80-81? Uh what went wrong? I think there were 13 games to go or something like that. And I don't think, I think we maybe got a couple of points out of all the games. Something like that. It, I don't know. I honestly can't think. I, I don't know why we didn't win or gain more points than what we did at that period. Yeah. Uh, ball just wouldn't go in. People were off, get off the game, that type of thing. Yeah. Yeah, just one of those things, isn't it? Sometimes the yep. teams just run out of steam, isn't it? Um, right. Um, so you mentioned we said the Anglo-Scottish Cup. Um, I think it, it could be replaced by, was it the League Cup, um, Group Cup or something? In, in it might have been the Group Cup that got replaced by, yeah. yeah and you, there, was, there was an Anglo, Anglo-Scottish Cup or something like that. Every yeah. played, and I know that. Because yeah. we used to go to the games. Yeah, because um, you boys won it, of course, in 82. I think you scored in the final against right. Wimbledon. Do you remember much about that? 
Uh, not really. I remember the goal, but not much about the game. No, you know, uh, the Wimbledon team, obviously. You know, yeah, this, yeah. Was, this, this was prior to them doing what they did. Oh, the crazy gang stuff. Yeah, I actually came up against Vinnie Jones uh, really? when I went to play with Lincoln, and he was playing non-league, back in non-league again. Wow. So it, it was, he was something else, you know, but you may, people might say he was a dirty player. I'm not saying he didn't put his knocks in there, but uh, still a good player. Yeah, he's one of those, isn't he? You'd love him on your on your team if he was in your team, isn't he? And then you'd right. hate him if he wasn't in your team. Yeah. Just one of those. Um, of course, you spent so so much time. Did you get, did you get a testimonial, Bob, when you were there? I did, yeah, yeah. I got a testimonial, yeah. Uh, it was unfortunate the weather and that type of thing, and the year that fell on. You know, it, people turned up, yes, but not what we were we were hoping or expecting. Yeah. But it it was good. Again, contacted Southampton, Laurie McManamy, and he brought a squad up. You know, Mills, all them players. They all came up and they all played, which which was great. That's cracking, excellent stuff. And of course, when the time came when you when when you left the club, um, were you sad to leave? Eighty-seven, wasn't it that you left? Correct. That was the end of the 86, 87 season. Yeah. Uh, I had uh, arranged to come over uh, to America. Yeah. Uh, and go out to Seattle and have a trial, basically. Yeah, because Joe Wa- Joe Waters was out there at the time, uh-huh. so I was trying to get hooked up with an American club. It didn't work out, so you know we came back to England. Yeah, uh, went to sign for Grimsby again, but the offer wasn't the greatest. You know, we just got demoted and all that stuff. So yeah. had a trial up at Darlington. I think Dave Booth and Phil Bonnyman was there at the time. Yeah, uh, and went and seen Colin Murphy, who called me. Lincoln City, yeah. who were the that was the first year that people got uh, teams were demoted down to the Conference League. Yeah, and Lincoln City had got demoted down, so he was signing players and he convinced me to go there. So that's yeah. what happened. Yeah, before we touch on Lincoln, see when you were at um, Grimsby, did you have any any offers during that time to go anywhere else? Because it's such a long time to spend at one club. Uh, it was, but I. Back then, you were never really told. Yeah, you know, if someone came in and and they said no, he's not for sale or whatever. Like you're never, you never really knew. So I'm going to say no. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's, there was this different ball game back then, wasn't it? No agents yeah. and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, very, very few. Yeah. So the Lincoln move then. I mean, you go there and and I mean, you're well thought of there as well. What what a side that was it that won promotion into the the football league yeah. again. Did you enjoy your year there, Bob? I did. I did. It, it, it was really good. And, you know, as I said, we took uh, Nigel Batch came with us. He was a good keeper. Uh, a young player called Andy Moore, Kevin Moore's younger brother. Yeah. He came as well. So three of us used to ride together every day. Because, yeah. you know, we didn't move across there. So it was like an hour's drive each day. Uh, most of the players of the team, they either came from the Manchester area. Uh-huh. So everybody was traveling, basically. So an hour's travel. So we never used to start practice till like 10, 30, 11. <laughs> that was the only damn thing about it. You know, Colin Murphy, you know, he had to get everybody together to train every day. So it was different. Yeah. 
Did you enjoy the, the, the dressing room sort of the atmosphere amongst the boys and all that? Do you have uh, was it a good sort of camaraderie going on there? There was, there was. You know, as I say, we all got to know each other. Uh, training was always tough because he was a big fitness freak, Colin. Uh, <laughs> and well, that's how it was. I mean, but uh, the teams we played against, you could tell they were out, hey, we got to beat this lot, you know, Lincoln City, you know, professionals and all this stuff. Because the club stayed professional yeah. all the way through, where the rest of them, you know, were part timers. Yeah. And the big team then, back then, was Barnet. So yeah. we had a to do's with them guys. Yeah. And of course, that season you were, um, am I right in thinking you were voted the player of the, player of the year as well? Um, yeah, yeah, it ended up that way, yes. Yeah. So you must have, it must have been a good season for you in a, a personal respect because you were coming maybe at the tail end of your career at that point. That is correct. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was delighted with that. It was, there was a lot of players showed up that year, me being one of them. So, yeah, I was delighted to, to catch that title. Yeah. Of course, it wouldn't be long before you would go to the, the United States again. Was that something you always sort of harbored ambitions going over there at some point, Bob? Was that, did you always fancy it? Yeah, at some point, yeah. As a, that summer, I actually went to the States, uh, upstate New York, Albany. Yeah. And they started a team up, so Albany Capitals. So I went and played there, you know, finished the season here, go straight over there, and their season was starting. Because at yeah. that time, they only played uh, May through August. Yeah. And then I would come back and start the season again in England. Uh, wow. I know, didn't get much of a rest, but the <laughs> weather over here, the weather over here was great. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> In, term, in terms of with the football, when you went over there, did you notice a, a, a big difference in terms of the, the standard and all that? Uh, yeah, I mean, you had a lot of uh, indoor players yeah. would play outdoor during the summer. Yeah. Uh, and you also had other players from Scotland, England, you know, all over the world there as well. Like, you know, yeah. Paul Marin signed with us. Yeah. You know, he, he played one year over there with me and, you know, he was great. Yeah. I guess it's a different sort of culture over there with regards to the football or the soccer, as, as they call it, isn't it? I guess it, I guess it's more relaxed and there's nothing, it's not as much on, on the line, was it? Well, I wouldn't say it's more relaxed, not with the players or the teams, uh, kind of with the supporters, because you don't yeah. get the, you know, it's, if you're going to play, we're going to play Tampa, hell, we've got to fly down there, you're 20-odd <laughs> hour drive away. So you don't get fans coming, you know. So it's always the opposition fans you're up against. Yeah, yeah. I was going to ask that because I have had uh, guys that played in the states one before, and I think Jim McCallagh was the last one. He says you're flying all over the place just for like a local derby. You're flying like four hours away. Yeah, yeah. And that was, I think, our local was uh, we played a team in New Jersey. So you were on the coach for three and a half, four hours. Yeah. Then you had to play, and then you drive back again. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, something else. It really is. Uh, did you go? Did you go anywhere else after after Albany then, Bob? Did, did you? No, I, I came back to Lincoln each year. I came back to Lincoln, and then the eighty nine ninety season. Yeah. You know, I was playing for Lincoln, and I I caught a bad ankle injury while I was over here, playing in uh, AstroTurf. You know, I sprained it badly. Yeah. Got back fit again. Came back to Lincoln, and then got hit again roughly just prior to the Christmas time. Yeah. And I just, I said, I said, I'm done. That's enough. <laughs> so 
I basically left Lincoln at that time, yeah. uh, got myself fit again, and had one more summer over in Albia, uh, Al- Albany. Yeah. And then that was it. I just retired after that. Yeah. Yeah. Did you miss it? Did you miss the uh, playing or the sort of dressing room and the banter and all that? Did, did you sort of get used yeah. to it? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I still miss it to today, you know. It's, <laughs> you know I'm, too, I'm too old now to play, but, you know, I was, hell, I even got a, a team up from my work, you know, an indoor team. Wow. You know, and, I, and I'm playing goalkeeper at 60 years old. <laughs> You know, I'm yelling at them and I try and run for the ball and fall down, you know. <laughs> it is something else, but yeah, it's great. And I had, you know, I I got two boys and they played soccer through their school and that and I helped do the coaching and stuff. But yeah, yeah, missed it terribly. Still do. Yeah. I was going to say that in terms of the coaching, you've you've done a wee spot of it there. Did you did you ever fancy going any like in a sort of professional capacity and taking a team? Well, the the last year at Lincoln. I did uh, player coach yeah. uh, with Murphy, you know, and back then you, you think, you know, it's fourth division, you know, Colin Murphy went to a game. If it seemed like every night of the week. Yeah. And I've, I'm not up for that. <laughs> not up for that. You're not going home till 10, 11, 12 at night. And then you're back in training the next day. And yeah. I, no, that wasn't <laughs> for me. Not at that level. It wasn't yeah. for me. Yeah, it's pretty full uh, of isn't it? Um, well, yeah. it was, yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, no, fire away. It, it's just, it's, you, have, you have to do everything yourself. There. You, you know, yeah. back then, your fourth division club, your third division club, there's you as a manager and there's your trainer and your physio. That's it. Yeah. You don't have multiple people behind you backing you up. Hey, go watch this player or go watch that player. Yeah. You had to go. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty full on, on, isn't it? Um, I was going to ask you about um, touching back on Grimsby, of course. Just um, well, a couple of weeks ago or whatever, they get relegated to the uh, the yeah. national league. Do you still keep tabs on them, Bob? And how how sad is it to see them see them get relegated this year? Oh, it's very sad to see. I mean, yeah, yeah. keep I keep tabs on them by watching the results. You know, you yeah. don't, obviously don't see the games, but yeah, for sure, yeah. Yeah, uh, I think that hopefully there's going to be a takeover going through it at some point soon. So hopefully that that, that materialises because um, it uh, sounds like it. Yeah, and I say yeah, I hope so. Yes. Yeah, and of course the fans were trying to get you back over, weren't they, for a, a champions dinner? I know it's uh, the coronavirus sort of put the kibosh on that somewhat, but um, I guess you're, you're hoping to get back over at some point. Yeah, I mean when everything lifts, you know, hopefully they'll be able to put the uh, the event on. Yeah. And everybody who was invited or was playing back then, obviously, will, will be able to be there. Yeah. yeah. Do you keep in touch with the boys you played with back then? Is it do you still sort of yeah, I mean, in touch with them? Yeah, it's mainly on Facebook now. Yeah. You know, now I know how to do it. <laughs> well, I've been in there for, what, a couple of years now? So, yeah. never just stayed away from it before, but yeah. No, you know, I'm not calling players up and stuff like that. It's all through Facebook now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spot on. And but yeah. See, yeah, I was going to ask you as well, I mean, you've been in the States now for a good number of years. In terms of um, uh, the football over there now, have you seen a, a marked uh, sort of difference in terms of the, the take-up and growing over there? And Of course, they had the World Cup in 94, but have you sort of sensed that it's, it's taken more seriously now? 
It is taken more seriously now. You know, obviously there's more people involved. Uh, I still don't think they have the, the, the setup to compete club level yeah. if they were to be thrown into, say, the Premier League or the Bundesliga yeah. or, or something like that. Uh-huh. Uh, it's, you know, the, the, you can still be automatically transferred over here, even if you don't want to leave. You know, you say, hey, you're being traded, boom, you're gone. Yeah. I think that still happens. And it's just the system over here. Yeah. But yeah, I think the the general play has improved over the years for sure. For yeah. sure. Yeah. You've got so. multiple, yeah, you get multiple American players, you know, in, in England, uh, yeah. and especially in the Bundesliga, you know. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of them doing well. And I was going to ask as well, I mean, at the moment, well, just on Sunday there, um, uh, the fans at Man United rioted and they were on Old, old, old Trafford to get the game postponed because of this, um, they're rioting against the, the Glazers and the, the European Super League and all this sort of stuff. Uh, what's, what's the reaction been like over uh, in America? Because a lot of these clubs are owned by American owners now, aren't they? That, can can yeah. you sort of see the sense in this European Super League? Or are they just sort of... They don't really, they don't really think about it much over here, really, because yeah. this, that's their system. You know, yeah. even with the American football, there's no relegation. You know that type of thing. So that's why I, I didn't understand. I thought they were coming out of the leagues, like the EPL and the Bundesliga or the Spanish league, coming out of them leagues and forming a league of their own. But apparently, they still wanted to play in their own leagues yeah. and then do this. Yeah. But you know, it's like if you if you lost three, four games, what's there to play with? You know, yeah. what's to play for? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it might work in in America, but but I don't right. think it wouldn't wouldn't work in, in Europe. But it's just uh, I don't yeah, think I don't think it would. Yeah, it was universally sort of panned by everybody. I think quite quite oh, rightly yeah. so. Yeah, I think once they found you know the the ins and outs about it. Yeah, yeah. I mean the whole concept Super League sounds great. You know, you go see. Yeah. You can go see Real Madrid. You can go see Barcelona play your team. Yeah. If, if, there's, if there's no, you know, competition type thing, yeah. it just takes it. It's just it just be like a, a preseason friendly. Yeah. As far yeah, as I'm concerned. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's uh, hopefully it doesn't. Oh, hopefully if it does harm at some point, then they, they sort of plan it better because they never right. told the manager or the the players or the fans or it. They just went, just thought they would just sort yeah. of agree with us. Madness. Yeah. Amazing. I know. Um, looking back to the career, then Bob, was there any player that stands out as the best player that you ever played with? Played with, you know, there's got to be a few of them. Yeah. You know, as I said, you know, uh, there was a there was a guy called David Boylan when I first went there. Yeah. You know, he's only you know he'll have a go on. I mean, he's only four foot two. <laughs> but, you know, midfield player. I mean, he helped me a lot breaking into the team. Yeah. You know, great guy, great guy. Uh, Goalkeeper Harry Wayman at the time when I first went down there. So you're talking early 70s. Yeah. Uh, obviously, your Joe Waters, your Kevin Drinkles, you know, all them guys. Yeah. There's a guy came from uh, Leicester again, uh, Andy Peake. He was a midfield player. Yeah, yeah th- there were some there were some good players. Yeah. And, and as a player, did you have any, you hear a lot, especially goalkeepers having superstitions and all that. Were you any, you had any superstitions before games? Uh, not that I recall. Not that I recall. No. Yeah. 
ideal. I'm just happy to be picked and be out there. <laughs> and do the business, yeah, and you certainly done that. Well, right. it's been absolutely sensational having you on, Bobby. I really appreciate you, you coming on the podcast, so, so thank you. No problem, Derek, uh, anytime. I really appreciate it. That was episode 101 of the Talking Football podcast with Bobby Cumming. I hope you enjoyed it as ever. Remember, if you want to listen to any previous episodes, you can catch them all on pretty much all podcast platforms and also on the website, talkingfitball.co.uk. We'll also find a whole load of great articles on there as well. Remember, we're on YouTube and we're also on Facebook and Twitter where you can follow us at talking underscore football. And if you want to sponsor the podcast, you can do just that. Just visit the Get Involved page on the website and email us at contact at derekclarksports.co.uk. Hope you can join me again next week, but until then, keep safe and bye for now.